It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Tuesday, gang, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talks About Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Now, we would, of course, normally start with the news, the huge news that Spurs have sacked Jose Mourinho, or Jose. doesn't really matter, does it? Because, of course, there's only one place we can begin, and that was news of Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, Manchester United, Manchester City, and Spurs all being part of the breakaway European Super League. Now, the UEFA president, Alexander Seferin, says there'll never be a peace deal between his organisation and what he calls the Dirty Dozen involved in the ESL. He believes the plans go against everything football stands for. By my opinion, this idea is a a spit in the face of all football lovers and our society as well. So we will not allow them to take it away from us. Super League is only about money. Money of the dozen. I don't want to call them dirty dozen. And solidarity is something that stays forever. But for some people, solidarity doesn't exist. The only thing that exists is their pockets. So what does this mean from a Liverpool perspective? Well, supporters' banners have been removed from the Copper Anfield and there were protests before their game against Leeds United. Former Reds midfielder Danny Murphy fears for the relationship between the fans and the American owners, FSG. On Drive, Adrian Durham said that Jurgen Klopp should walk away if the European Super League comes in. The fans are all disciples of Shankly. They know the history of that club. They know all the great quotes from that great man. He was the man who went and stood on the cop after retiring. This is the man who said football's nothing without fans. And how about this Shankly quote as well? He said, I believe the only way to live and to be truly successful is by collective effort with everyone working for each other, everyone helping each other, and everyone having a share of the rewards at the end of the day. That might be asking a lot, but it's the way I see football and the way I see life. You know, Liverpool are thinking about Bill Shankly. And they must be turning in their graves. It's obscene to tell the truth. That's what it is. When you walk through a storm Hold your head I'm not a big supporter of it, to be honest. I said it already 500 times. I said in 2019 something about it. Still, my opinion didn't change. But 
what I think is important as well with all the things and the fuss what people make now of it um, should not forget the team was not involved in the decision and I was not involved so I don't understand for example that we put banners down at, at Anfield to be 100% honest because we play there nobody else so that means I would I would really like that we stick now even closer together and can still be critical with the things which we don't like but we should not act like the team had anything to do with it because they hadn't so I would be amazed if they follow through with this Liverpool's owners if Jurgen Klopp sticks around I will be absolutely amazed and what he really should do if, if he believes in what Shankly believed in and, and I genuinely think Jurgen yep. Klopp does I think he should just walk out of the football club because it's not the Liverpool he walked into they have to be very very careful the owners because walking up to Anfield and thinking they're part of this wonderful family and what you know they've had success because we're in charge and we've put this in and we've put that in, that'll come tumbling down quite quickly if they carry on down this path and, and they think they can turn up at Anfield and not be in the same position at the West Ham owners, if not worse, and be alienated from the club quite quickly. More quickly than they come into the club, they'll be done. Now, they may think they're not because they're powerful and they've got the money, but I'm telling you, they won't be there long if they feel that the intimidation and the disgruntlement of the Liverpool supporters. I'm telling you that. Talk Sport, Sports Update. Well, as you've been hearing, Liverpool have missed the chance to break into the top four after they conceded a late equaliser in their one-all draw at Leeds. Before the game, fans of both sides protested against the European Super League outside Elland Road. These guys are in, you know, states in America and they, they don't really, care. really... They can't hear the thing. A demonstration outside Ellen Road. Well, no, they Do can't. Do they know what Ellen Road is? You don't know what Ellen Road is, exactly. If you look at John W. Henry's Twitter feed, right, which is not something I do very often, but <laughs> he follows 32 people. There is, he doesn't follow a single a single site, a single person that is connected with Liverpool Football Club. He doesn't even follow Liverpool Football Club. So that is how divorced they are from what we feel about it. When people like Martin Samuel are thinking they can write um, that the club, and they means all the club, that they should, people should, or whoever should condemn us to hell, I'm not sure if it's the right saying, but he wrote that today, I saw it in the headline, I didn't read the article. I think that's not right. If they go through with it, Anthony, will you walk away from your club? 100 million percent, and it'll be the it'll be the biggest thing I've ever had. Well, you know, within sport and things, I'll walk away from Liverpool Football Club. If they do that to us, all the fans will walk away. I don't want to play Real Madrid and Barcelona every week. What happens to the derby? Mm. But I'm a top four. But I'm a West Ham. Gary, let me ask you a question. You're a Liverpool fan. How long have you been supporting them for? All my life, I'm 48. If Liverpool go into this European Super League, how will you feel about carrying on supporting them? I will be buying a season ticket for Everton. Mark my words, and I'm not even joking. So you'll change your allegiance? Is that what you're saying? I'm not even joking. I am that sick. Now, the Manchester United CEO, Ed Woodward, has quit his role with UEFA after the Red Devils became founder members of the ESL. A number of United fans aren't happy with Woodward, as well as the owners, the Glazer family, for their role in the breakaway. This was shy a caller on drive. Lifelong United fan, diehard United fan, love the club, been to all, in my lifetime, all the European Cup finals we've been to, Wembley, Moscow, Rome, was there. And United... Big part of our history is the Busby Babes, Munich. And to turn our back on the competition that the Busby Babes died playing in is actually really hurtful. I mean, they can bleed the club dry, that's one thing, but not the bleeding heritage? Nah. On the fringe of a Munich airport lies the wreckage of an airliner, still smouldering from a crash in which 21 people were killed. Tragedy enough at any time. But in that plane were a group of young men who were almost the personal friends of millions. 
Manchester United. Manchester United are massive for many, many reasons. You go back to a football team that died in a plane crash playing in Europe. They wanted to play in Europe. They were flying back home from a European game and they perished in a plane crash. And then off the back of that, the love for Manchester United grew. That's why they're a global club. That's why I'll never criticise fans of Manchester United who happen to live in Surrey or South Africa or wherever it might be because there's very good sentimental, emotional reasons why they love Manchester United. And they make that pilgrimage to Old Trafford, many of them. But there's also many fans in the Manchester area living in Manchester, grown up in Manchester, from Manchester United families who love that football club. And yes, they may well get 60,000 in the giant stadium yeah. in New York. But it's not But Manchester it's meaningless. Yeah, it's absolutely meaningless. Now, Seferin has said that the players joining the Super League could be banned from this summer's European Championships. Wayne Rooney feels that he would never have given up the honour of playing for England. However, the former Crystal Palace owner Simon Jordan believes that banning players who are part of the ESL from international football won't be possible. The challenge is, if these six clubs are allowed to do what they want and to be able to be effectively the paymasters of football, and let's be clear, as much as we don't like it, and I've railed against this, the reasons why they've got these broadcast deals, the reasons why they've got this overseas money is because of the weight and power of the influence and reach of these six clubs and how it's been monetized. But that does not give them the entitlement to do what they're doing here. But how can the Premier League stop it? The problem is, Danny, I'm not sure they can. I don't think UEFA can stop these can players from playing for their countries. I don't think legally they're going to be able to stop it. But I think what they might be able to do is make it a little bit more difficult than a cut and shut, straight go past go and collect 200 quid. Good ball inside the air. Rooney! 2-0! Far post volley from Wayne Rooney. He's gone number 51 for his country. I know I certainly wouldn't give up playing for my country. I'm hugely honoured in playing for my country. So, But listen, I think there's going to be a lot of comments, a lot of anger, a lot of frustration with everything what's come out. I'm Natalie Sawyer and this is TalkSport Daily. Now, as you can imagine, there was widespread condemnation about the Super League plans from the great and the good across TalkSport. Among the voices you'll hear will be from the Crystal Palace owner, Steve Parrish, Bristol Rovers manager, Joey Barn, FIFA's chief of global football development, Arsene Wenger, John Motson and the culture secretary, Oliver Dowden. But we start with QPR's Charlie Austin. The six clubs, for me, if they've, they've agreed to go, just let them go, show them the door and let them go. But for, the biggest thing is, how are they going to get the trust back from the fans? How are they going to get that back? Because they've almost signed the paper and said, look, we're going to go and, and that's the best thing to do. You hear from every fan spoken from the, from the six clubs and they're obviously all fuming, like everybody is. It's, it's going to be a disaster for English football. If the past year has taught us anything, it's that football is nothing without its fans. And these owners should remember that they are only temporary custodians of their clubs and they forget fans at their peril. First of all, we need to understand on what day did they think that anybody, enough support would be garnered for this idea that had any possibility of occurring. I mean, let's just think of, you know, just think of it in a post-Brexit world, you know, that the British government would allow, you know, one of the greatest jewels in the crown that we've got in the Premier League to be completely destroyed by certain clubs, you know, wanting to go off and 
and play in their own European competition. It's just an abhorrent concept to which no one is going to buy into. We will not stand by and watch football be cravenly stripped of the things that make millions across the country love it. Here's a horrible reverse ironic scenario. Boot them all out. Let them go and play in this European Super League. Right? Have 14 teams in the Premier League, promote six from the Championship. Yeah. Sky will come along with their moral outrage and say, we ain't paying 1.5 billion anymore for this crap. Right? So that'll go down. And all of a sudden, there'll be a downward pressure on player salaries. And all of a sudden, you'll have an economic landscape that actually works. UEFA, they created this problem when they acquiesced to the demands of the big clubs many years ago who were complaining that they weren't getting into the big elite competition. Well, you sowed those seeds then, gentlemen, and this was always going to happen. You are overestimating the power of media, money, TV and social, and you are undervaluing the power of plain, simple football. Those six clubs want to go, jog on, go. You're not staying in this one and playing in that one. Naff off to that one and enjoy yourselves because football will survive in this country. I've been slightly disillusioned over the last few years about it's all about the money and it's all about the money. And now I know I am a fan. I feel if Spurs go into this Super League, however much I love them, I feel like I can't support them anymore. From principal point of view, you know, what about grassroots football? What about the young kids coming through? What about, you know, it was a working man's sport. It's broken. The game is getting broken. And, and I'd go and support Barnet or Watford. It was described by one person as, a, in football terms, a nuclear war. And I think just about everybody that loves football would agree with that. But, oh, dear me, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think it'll go through for a minute, by the way. I think Arsene Wenger's right about that. Absolutely, we have all to fight to keep football simple, understandable, and based on merit. And uh, that everybody has the, the same chance and dream to be successful. I don't want to see football with no competition. I want to see Jeopardy. I want to see that Ray. The whole look, look what's going on with Leicester and, and, and West Ham right this this season. Okay, they've got a genuine, genuine chance of Champions League football, and they've earned it. They won't be there. No, I know. And there will be no relegation. They won't be watching West Brom beat Chelsea five two, thinking they can stay up. That won't matter anymore. That's not the game we no. want to watch. Every single club we're really yeah. talking about. Joel yeah. Glazer, the irony of that is probably the, the person that owns the club that he's put the least amount of money in because he got it on other people's money as the VP of this of this particular mechanism. Then you've got Arsenal, owned by Americans. Then you've got Liverpool, owned by Americans. Then you've got Chelsea, controlled by American influence, which is Bruce Buck. I always felt they were going to go down an NFL model. I always felt they were going to try and close the shop because that was the only way that these multi-billionaire owners could turn these you know, football and community clubs and, and the, uh, you know, our into franchises that, that generate you know millions and millions of pounds. It will ruin the English pyramid, there's, there's absolutely no doubt about that. Uh, the legacy of these six clubs making these decisions will have incredible ramifications across the game in this country and probably the, the rest of the global game uh, enormously. I understand the sentiment that people are, are nervous and I suspect people were very nervous in 1990 when the Premier League was formed because obviously what's happened and we know what's happened is that the rest of football has been jettisoned into the dust. And the only thing that really has any relevance anymore is the Premier League. And this smacks of that. But we, again, if you pull it to pieces, and I know that people won't want to, but if you pull it to pieces and really look at it and go, how does it happen without the Germans? How can the Spanish overcome? How can Barcelona and Real Madrid overcome their members who have to vote for mm. this? 
Now, incredibly, we actually managed to find some football fans who were in favour of the Super League plans. No, honestly, we did. Here's James, the Everton supporter, and John, the Liverpool fan. These top clubs, they bring all the money in. Why shouldn't they be uh, rewarded for it as well? You're missing the point, John. We're as well not having a Dutch no, league. you're missing the point. Oh, no, well, John, no. listen, you've just gone money mad. What about, what about the winners of the Scottish League? What about the winners of the, the, the Romanian <laughs> League? Ah, let's have a laugh. That, that's a, let's have a laugh at that, John. That's a great idea. We'll have a laugh and a giggle at that. No, what about teams, no, what about no, teams that are winning the league, John, who earn no. the right to play in the European Cup and the Champions League? What about those teams, John? They will be able to play in that league except that the big clubs won't be there. And I don't mind that. Let's, uh, Everton never get relegated. Let's speak to an Everton fan. James is with us on the show. How are you doing, James? You're right, lads. Listen, I think this could be a good thing. I, I think this could be a chance for us to liberate football from the monopoly. That is, this six clubs that think they've got a hold on this football. This is a chance for us to rewrite the rules, whether it be a 51%, whether it be a wage cap, whatever it may be. The cards are on the table now. The colours are shown. We know what we're up against. And if they need pushing towards the door and pushing out into this separate league, let them go and do it. Be strong, be brave. There's, there's nothing to be scared of. For every Man United, there's a Leeds United. For every uh, Arsenal, there's an Aston Villa. For every Tottenham, there's a Huddersfield. The, the, these teams can be replaced with teams that have got a rich history and a very big fan base. All right, not a global fan base. But don't don't be scared. Don't, don't be intimidated. And I hope the FA know that most fans in Britain have got their back and they, they're back in the FA to take sanctions against these clubs. The vast majority of people have got the back and, and we want to see something done on this. Now, in other news, <clears throat> what else has been? Oh yeah, Jose Mourinho was sacked by Spurs with only a few days to go to Sunday's Carabao Cup final against Man City. Who'd have thought it? Live on TalkSport. Not who'd have thought it live on TalkSport. We know it's who'd have thought Jose getting the tin tag is what I mean. Anyway, we'll hear from Derby boss Wazza Wayne Rooney. But here's Spurs legend, Clive Allen. Obviously, uh, results haven't been as what was expected. And certainly with Jose at the helm, he'll be disappointed with, uh, with the run of results. Um, although still have a faint hope of, of, of uh, European football come the end of the season, it, it just hasn't worked out. So it's just the timing of it again is, um, is, is surprising. TalkSport understands that Jose Mourinho has been sacked. Ryan Mason who we know well here at TalkSport, and Chris Powell will be in temporary charge. This is moving, and of course you heard it here first on TalkSport. Perhaps Spurs just felt that they, they couldn't afford to, to wait any longer, and obviously it's, uh, it, it does leave them in, in, some, in some turmoil going into the uh, League Cup final on Sunday. And Tottenham are on the cusp of a humiliating, embarrassing, demoralising... European they had enough uh, ammunition to get rid of him whether they won the League Cup or not because the style of play has been so negative. I don't think the supporters okay. would have been up in arms going, oh, he's won us the League Cup, keep him, keep him, keep him. I don't like watching Tottenham play and I don't think they're going forwards. I think they were going backwards. I think it's the right decision, personally. I am humble enough to try to, to analyse, which was what I did to try to analyse my career. The principle of the analyse was not to blame anyone else. Mourinho is a, a manager who which is quite clear to see. Loves winning trophies. He's, he's won a lot of trophies throughout his career. And I think if there was one manager to set the team up him to play, to play against Man City in a cup final, him, it's Jose Mourinho. Now, obviously, Tottenham haven't had the best of seasons. My team, I repeat, 
my team, I am there. That didn't look like was playing um, an important match. For me it is, for the respect that I have for my own uh, career and for my own job. Every match is an important match for me. From that point of view, I think it is a bit, bit crazy and it's a massive risk. Um, and I'm sure, um, as I said before, Daniel Levy maybe could have waited um, till the day after the game because I think that would have made more sense if they wanted to get rid of, of Mourinho. Now, just before I let you go, let me tell you about some live football. I come into your way tonight on TalkSport 2 exclusive, actually, I should tell you. Norwich against Watford in the Championship. That's from 6pm. And at 7.45, staying on TalkSport 2 and still exclusive, Hull against Sunderland from League One. That's it. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm with Perry Jerry Groves tonight. Not Jason Cundy, because Chelsea are in action. And, of course, he goes where the Bucks is. Hypocrite. Anyway, we'll be taking your calls from 10pm. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.